airing the Addisons. Let me say this, as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we've got to be careful and make sure that in everything, man, we are trying to get as close to what the word says as possible. And we got to understand that with that type of wickedness, man, you know, God does not wink at that. That's judgment. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. And you don't have shades of truth. You have truth or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction. And now we go into the thick of it. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for listening uh, today. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And Sherry B is over in Studio CC. We will try to leave time to open the phone lines up for our discussion today so that you can participate in this discussion. Uh, Just a very sobering show. Um, Mm. Another one of those. Uh, welcome well, to Monday. It's Monday. It's not Friday, it's, so right, and so it's expected, right? I guess. Um, <laughs> listen, so I, I I was wrestling with um, what to call this show, and you know, I I kind of like the idea of having a provocative title. I think it's something that's good when people want to share the show, um, something that will grab someone's attention. It's like having a great book title, you know, um, that's kind of how I think when I think about the shows, Will and I will bat things back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, you know, we'll decide, eh, maybe that's too much, you know, <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe not, you know. Um, but uh, with <sighs> this one, I, I, I actually, I just, we were discussing via text message um, what we would talk about, like where we were going to go. And I actually did not submit this as a show title to you yet. So here we are <laughs> right here in the moment. One of those um, thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here, here is what I want to do. <laughs> okay. Um, so at the risk of doing something that uh, is going to be counterproductive for the larger position that I take, and I believe Will the Great takes as well, on critical race theory, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this anyway. At the risk <laughs> of <laughs> doing something that is counter to the larger position uh-huh. that I take uh-huh. on critical race theory, I am going to title this show um, in such a way that is not only provocative, but um, is how I feel. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. So I'll unpack it. I'll, I'll, but here is the title of today's show, right? The title of today's show is Christians Who Are Black Better Use Their Privilege. Hmm. <laughs> now. Okay. Now listen, well. all right? I know people are like, oh, no, not you too, Mika. <laughs> We've lost another one, y'all. Get her. <laughs> it's like, um, but here is, the, here is the, the point that I want to make, and, which, and I say that it goes counter our larger position on critical race theory. It actually doesn't. Um, that was a joke just to kind of brace you for impact. Um, <laughs> the reason I've chosen this title for today's discussion is for several reasons, right? One, if you think back to past shows that we've done, uh, we have discussed the fact that privilege is a real thing Mm -hmm. and that different people have different privileges depending on who they are, where they are, what kind of work they're involved in, what kind of work their parents are involved in. And the privilege is not the type of neo-Marxist privilege that critical race theory borrows from. Okay, it is not just a privilege just simply because color of your skin. Mm-hmm. It is not just that. Right. Um, and even even when I say today, Christians who are black better use their privilege. It is not a privilege that you have 
just because you're black. Mm. It is a privilege that you have because you are black in America and the culture has taken a turn in a direction that has yielded for you a type of privilege that I am saying to you as a Christian, your identity first and foremost, Mm. all right, you had better know how to use that. (laughs) And when I say use that, I'm talking about for the glory of God, not for self-interest. So Mm -hmm. it's it's a little bit of a play here. But it's 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 also real. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And and so so hopefully you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> Christians who are black uh-huh. better use your privilege. All right. And what am I talking about? Use your privilege for what? For the preservation of the gospel. Mm-hmm. So I alluded to this um, last week at the end of last week that Christians who are black better tell the truth about what the word of God says. Amen. You better tell the truth. If you are a Christian, first and foremost, you better tell the truth. You will be held accountable. That's right. right? Now, I'm going a step further because here is what I see. When I, when I look at the headlines, and, and I've seen this for a few years now, we started talking about critical race theory way before it started to kind of breach the perimeter. Yeah. We started talking about this. And, and you know, it's one of those things where it's like, ah, oh, that's not really a thing, is it? Yeah, it is. It is a thing. <laughs> it is a thing. And it's coming to the church. And we started trying to warn the body of Christ. But I'm not bitter about it. Just send me sweet. Um, because I understand that the role of a watchman is to see things that people don't see. Mm. Right? And so we could see this coming near the church. Now, let me tell you what's going on. So now... Um, man, and, and forgive me if, you know, this is difficult to make a mental switch here, but we need to be able to understand where we are, where the church is right now, what, what kind of cultural moment we are having. All right. So in American culture today, those who hold, uh, sway over media, those who hold sway over industry, Mm -hmm. um, they have rendered Christians who are white in America, voiceless. Now, that is not actually true. Yeah. But for all intents and purposes, that's the reality of where we are. You cannot tell the truth, right? Because you automatically have had privilege. So remember, we talk about critical race theory. It's the race to the bottom. (laughs) So now you're at the bottom, Mm. so to speak, because you're at the top. So you're not valued in culture and you can't speak, okay? You can't tell, as the culture would call it, you can't tell your truth. Everyone else can tell their truth, but you can't. If you're white in America, you can't tell your truth because um, oppressor. Okay, right. that's, that's the thing, right? However, black people in America, according to critical race theory, which has well breached the perimeter of the collegiate level, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's left oh, campus, yeah. Yeah. it's out in the mainstream, yeah. and it's oozing like green goo under the doors of the church, and in some denominations, it's already made its way under. That's right. All right. It's like too late for Ghostbusters. <laughs> y'all, y'all, you get a picture. Got it. Good. All right. Let's keep going. OK, so what has happened is if you are black in America. All right. You have a certain amount of privilege points, but not the kind of privilege that is negative. <laughs> oh, man, I hate to do this to you <laughs> because you have to weave in and out of this discussion for it to make sense. And here here is what I'm trying to say. 
the privilege that black people have in America is not seen as privilege. It is actually oppression. But what it really turns out to be is privilege when taken into the larger context. Well, stop me if it doesn't make sense. No, okay. I so white people in America are not allowed to speak mm -hmm. because they have privilege. Mm -hmm. So they have their privilege taken away so they cannot speak. Black mm -hmm. people don't have privilege. So the privilege to speak is mm -hmm. given to them. Given to Everybody them. with That's me? Right. Yeah. OK, so you can say things because black and insulated. <laughs> All right. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. Now, look, let me tell you something. OK, I don't care about that. I don't care about that. I care about the bride. Mm -hmm. All right. I don't I don't care about getting into the weeds of all of that. Although I do a talk on critical race theory because I think it's important because it started upsetting the church. Yeah. So that's the only reason I care. That's the only reason I care. Right. So I don't care about all of that, except I care deeply about the household of faith. Amen. All right. So now let me tell you what is happening. So the attack is now the attack is on and it has always been. But there is a pronounced attack on Christianity and white. Christians or Christians who are white in America cannot white evangelicals. Thank you. It's a byword. So. You cannot stand up and defend Christianity because you've lost your privilege to speak because of being privileged just because you're white. And the thing is, I think a lot of people that's hearing you now probably understand a lot better now than when we were talking about when this we first started. Years talk ago. OK, so maybe I don't need to give so many because no, it's like I, uphill I, battle. I, it's still confusing, but I think a lot okay. more people have experienced this. They now. get it. Yeah. OK, good, good. So then. So but remember the ultimate attack. Please, I want and 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 this is going to be really hurtful to white people who super are invested in the color of their skin and just want to defend what it is to be white. I have a right to be white. This is this is going to offend you. I want you to know that critical race theory is not an attack ultimately on the color of your skin. Satan doesn't really care about that. Do you understand mm -hmm. what Satan has his sight trained his sights trained on? is the body of Christ. It is our identity in Christ. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So this is also going to be super offensive to black people who have their worth and their value and their identity and the color of their skin. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, hashtag black girl magic. Okay. All of this stuff. Right. Yeah. So if this is, if this is where you hang out on either side of the discussion and please to my Latino friends and everybody else, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but we have to have this conversation, but here's the thing that I'm going to do. Here's the thing that I'm going to do in my lecture that doesn't happen in most CRT lectures, whatever your ethnicity is, whatever your culture is, you can stay. <laughs> you don't have to go. We're not going to have a separate conversation. All right. Because this affects the body of Christ. It affects the bride. Yeah. All right. So what are they doing in culture right now? If you're with me now, what are they doing in culture? So it appears that there's been this subjugation of white people and that white people have been rendered voiceless and powerless. And you think that it just stops at quote unquote, quote unquote, whiteness. <laughs> That's not the aim. The aim is a destruction of the church. And so now Having been able to, and we've been talking about this on the show, having been able to say 
Um, it's the white evangelicals that have kind of put us in the place that we where we have had to endure four years of the tyrant. Right. It's mm. it's been the white evangelicals. It's <laughs> the white evangelicals who have been a part of this insurrection. And so it's it's uh, the white nationalists. And now we say the Christian nationalists mm-hmm. and all these things that they're doing. Right. So now what they're doing, if there are any strongholds left to defend the faith, because remember, you want to remove people's voices. Right. You don't want them to be able to speak, to be able to tell the truth. Right. OK. So that the gospel does not proliferate. All right. So now the question is, um, what's left? What's left? Oh, I know those old black churchy people. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Y'all, I'm sorry. I don't I've never, ever been good at political correctness. And when I try, I fail. Okay, so I just have to I mean, I, I, I make every effort, but then we end up here. All right. So what's left? Uh, you know, black churchy people. So it's the black people who have an exclusive view about, you know, who Jesus is. It's the black Christians who have a biblical view mm-hmm. about eternity and the things of God and what happens in culture, even as it pertains to human sexuality and sexual identity. Because remember, the white people we've already silenced, mm. the white Christians we've already silenced. So now what mm. we have to do, we can't silence the black Christians because we've already given them privilege. Ah, we can't take it away. So now what we have to do is we have to work to influence and manipulate them so that they do not present their antiquated views in the public arena. Come on. So how do we do that? We do that by something that they love. It's their Achilles heel. What is it? Entertainment. Aye. Entertainment. They like to be um, emotionally stirred. All right. Now, look, you can say, Miki, that's offensive and you're speaking stereotypically. So be it. This is the truth. Yeah. And this is where we are right now. And if there's ever been defenders of the faith, I don't care your color. This is the time where you better stand up and tell the truth about the faith. Amen. You tell the truth about what the word of God says. Now, please do not mistake the setup for where we're going today for my approval of it. I am not saying that Christians who are white should not tell the truth. You must tell the truth. But I want you to see how the enemy has effectively worked to silence you. And I want you to see how the enemy is attempting to effectively work to silence Christians who are black. Mm. It's a different type of silence. It is just (laughs) the acceptance of all kinds of trash that you call Christianity so that your faith, quote unquote, is indistinguishable from anything in culture. So then why should you care about human sexuality? Why do you care about sexual identity? Why does it matter to you if this is going? Look, the people that you love and exalt, your athletes and your superstars and your Oprah's. All these people are with us. Why do you? Why? Come on. So the enemy is very, very cunning, isn't he? Isn't he? He knows how to get who he wants to get. He knows where they hang out. He knows what they value. He knows what cripples them. And then he puts his finger right on it and then presses. Yeah. Yeah. And so today, so today, we're going to take a look at um, how this is happening. Yeah. How the move is on now in the culture, having effectively silenced Christians who are white, how the move is on to silence Christians who are black. And what do they have in common? They both believe the word of God to be inerrant, to be true. So what we got to do is chisel away at that for the black people. Aaron the Addison's American Family Radio will be right back. I want to be a fly. 
Welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. Appreciate you listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and that's Gerard Brooks with Flame. Uh, Sherry B's over in Studio CC. We'll move quickly to the rest of our content today. So here's the headline that Will the Great sent um, to a group of us um, over the weekend. No rest for the weary. <laughs> um, here it is. It's just true. Um, Steve Harvey says there's no one way to heaven. Steve Harvey says there's no one way to heaven. Now, we've been here before, right? Right. Um, you know, <laughs> it's this is not new. Right. This is just repackaged and rolled out again. Exactly. But you pick the person who you um you feel is the influencer. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Who is going to have the best shot? It's like you've got your best player. Um, oh, Lord, here we go. Sports analogies. <laughs> you want to get the ball to because you think they can run it to the end zone. Okay, that's okay. good. Yeah. That's, All right. That's, that's so they think that. Yes. Okay. Right. I'll just stop there because I don't want to hurt myself. So you think that Steve Harvey can get get the ball down the thing. All right. So here we go. All right. This is the story. Listen, here we go. And uh, then we'll play you some clips so that you can hear it for yourself. And this is the part where Christians who are black should use their privilege to speak in culture to say, Steve, you're wrong. Mm. <laughs> yes, that, that's what should I mean, happen. Yeah. Right. This is this is where Christians who love Jesus madly, who love Jesus with all their heart. All right. Who 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 um, are unapologetic about what the scriptures say about Jesus. Else you're guilty of following a madman. <laughs> else you're guilty of following a lunatic. Come on. How is that for embarrassing? OK, this is where Christians who are black should stand up and say, you know what? I got some privilege points. I'm in on this. Uh, Steve, you're wrong. <laughs> Steve, you're wrong. And if you only have a certain amount of interaction, like for the day where you're just like, you know, too overwhelmed to do it, just kind of peek out for a second, say that, and then tuck back in. Right? I mean, like, just so, just somebody stand up, raise your hand, and say, you know what, Steve, you're wrong. Yeah. All right, here you go. This is the story from the Christian Post. Internationally recognized comedian Steve Harvey stunned many of his Christian fans. <laughs> <laughs> Of course he did. Stunned many of his Chris, Christian fans, fans after he revealed that he believes there's more than one way to heaven. On Saturday, Harvey posted a video on his official YouTube channel titled How Steve Harvey Prays that shows the family feud host at Abu Dhabi's Sheikh Zayed Grand Mosque in the United Arab Emirates. Hmm. A majority Muslim Persian Gulf nation where Islam is the official religion. While Christian expatriates in the in the UAE are allowed to worship in private, they are prohibited by law from praying in public or evangelizing. Good job, Steve. Good job. Wonderful, Steve. That's wonderful. Wonderful. And 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 by the way, uh, Steve, I want to thank you and your mustache for making it more difficult for Christians in the UAE. I, I wanna I wanna thank you and your stash. For going over there and saying those Christians who believe that Jesus is the only way to God, they don't have to believe that and still be called Christians. They can believe what I believe. Thanks, Stash. Thank you for doing that. Man, I mean, just messing up pageants is not enough. It's like, it's like let me go and make it hard for, for Christians by going into the country where they live, where they already don't have free reign. And let me also make a video from there saying, yeah, you know, I mean, come on, it can't be more than one way. So you guys, you guys, watch it, Stash. You guys are right to keep them just within their four walls because, I mean, come on, come on. There's more than one way. Thanks, Steve. Thank you for doing that. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it. We got a few clips because you need to hear it. You need to hear it for yourself. 
Um, every Christian should be outraged, right? But in particular, in particular, Christians who are black, you better use your privilege. You better stand up and you better say, you know what, with my few points here, because <laughs> you only have a few if you are not transgender and black, <laughs> if you're not homosexual and black. All right. So with the points that you do have, with, <laughs> with the shekels that you have, okay, go out into the culture here and tell the truth about who Jesus is. Here is uh, the beginning of this. We've got three clips here. And um, again, basically, this is a uh, th <laughs> this is a tourism promo packet man. that the UAE wanted to put together. Of course they did. I mean, come on, man. guys, it's a tourism packet. <sighs> and, and, and you got to imagine that for Steve, it's like, OK, well, if the price is right, what are you going to pay me to deny Christ? Ooh. What do you, how much does it cost? What is it? What does it what does it cost to deny Christ? Is it is it just staying at like the best hotels over in the UAE? Like, what is that? Like, what what is it? That's what I want to ask Dash. How much did they pay you for this? Or did you do it just, you know, just for the sake of them calling you? Oh, you you called me. <laughs> yeah, right. You want I'm in. Guys, denying Christ is more than the Peter moment. Mm. Right. It's adding anything. It's it's saying, no, you know, it's 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 you know, it's this and, and you know, Jesus and 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 right. and that is denial of who Christ is. It's it's a lie. All right. Clip number one. Here we go. Today I want to tell you about a guy. You may know him for his comedy. You may know him for his mustache, but today I want you to know him for his religion. Hey, I'm Steve Harvey, stand-up comedian, entertainer, television host, family man. But most importantly, I happen to be a man of faith. Steve is a very successful guy. He has made more money than he ever thought. He has become more famous than he ever thought. But at the same time, he managed to keep his relationship with God closer than ever. Why did you not lose faith as you became more successful? If I could make myself successful, I would have done it a long time ago. <laughs> I would have skipped so many of the lessons I had to learn. But it's not that, it's a process. Success and happiness is a process, man. And in this process, I was very aware of the amount of faith that was needed. And as a matter of fact, it really took more faith than I even thought I had. <laughs> you know what? What 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 is just based on that one clip? Just based on that one clip. What what is Steve's religion? I'm I'm just curious. I just want to know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. You, it could be anybody. It could be anything that you believe. Faith in what, Steve? Faith in whom, Steve? Like, like what, what are you saying? All right? And, and thank you for the dramatic music, and thank you for the narration, <laughs> and thank you for the sit-down that you're having over there in the UAE. I, th I, I appreciate it. But what is your, what is your religion? And, and I, I don't... <laughs> A lot of talk saying nothing. Yeah. 
So, so Steve, you come over, you're going to do this promo pack for us, but Oh, by the way, um, you know, we understand what it is that you believe, but we're going to try to not make sure that we identify you as a Christian. You're just really a man of faith. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so we want to really keep the whole faith in Christ thing, like secondary. Mm-hmm. Right. And the only time we really want you to bring it up is, um, to, to like smash it down and say that, but, but what, what I, what I believe is not what I believe. Right. That's all we want you to do. Right. It's amazing. Okay, Man. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play two more clips because I got. We got a lot more. Will the Great grabs a couple more clips. So it's really like five clips that we want to play for you today. All right. <laughs> um, just to make the case of where we have fallen, but it builds. It it often builds, and 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 one generation overlooks, and then the children they are eating the fruit of it. That's right. There, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you had people who should have been like, mm, don't mock Jesus. That's not. It's not good to be emotionally driven. Hmm. <laughs> Sometimes our emotions make us think that people have the truth and they really don't. They just make you cry. Mm. And you know who else does that? Hallmark. Yep. Yep. So you can't make, you can't say it must be Christ. You cannot (laughs) because I cry. I I take deep breaths when I watch, (laughs) you know, a Hallmark commercial or cartoons die. (laughs) All right. So, so here we go. Um, Steve Harvey, again, showing that he does not know what Christianity is. And based on, his own assertion based on what he says about Christ does not know him. And so I would say this puts him for sure outside of the realm of orthodoxy, mm-hmm. right? Belief about who Christ is. So what he is spewing is as we call it heresy. That's right. But when you put it in a popular person, we accept it because, Oh man, you know, it's Steve and the mustache and everything. Nah, still heresy. It's heresy. This <laughs> <laughs> is heresy. All right, Will the Great, clip two. See, oftentimes, people who are religious think their religion is right and everybody else is wrong. There is only one way to God. But Steve's faith is unique because it's really not about that. There's no one one way to heaven, no one way to paradise. It's like television. Now it's over 800 channels of cable and they're all pretty entertaining. So I'm pretty sure, man, that to get to heaven, there's got to be more than one route. Because somebody watching another channel or taking another channel than you, they still getting entertained and they probably still getting to heaven. No! Uh, that's no. That's not how... Oh, that's not how this I, works. Oh, no, man. No, sorry. I'm so grieved for you, Steve Harvey. Sorry. I am so grieved. And I hope, I man. hope that someone gets you this clip because you need to repent. If, in fact, you believe that Jesus is the Christ, if you believe that he is the Messiah, mm-hmm. you need to repent. You need to repent publicly because Christians everywhere need to know that you are wrong. All right. And let me just say this too: your faith is um, not unique. okay? (laughs) because what you are spewing does not put you inside the realm of something that is unique. Come on. What is one of a kind? What is unique is the one faith that says only through Jesus Christ does man have access to God, Mm. which, by the way, John 14, 6 is what Jesus said about himself. That's right. So to be unique would be to be in line with orthodoxy, the same orthodoxy in the Christian faith that says Jesus Christ is the only way to God. He secured that path for us with his very life. So actually, when you remove that from the Christian faith, Mm -hmm. actually, Steve, you don't have a unique faith. 
You have a faith that's just like everybody else. That's Come so on. dumb. Come on. That is so dumb to say, oh, his faith is actually unique because he doesn't believe that, you know, there is only <laughs> one way to God. They're very careful not to mention Christianity or Jesus. You mm -hmm. notice that? Here we are, two clips in. Yeah, we know. It is, it is just to be understood by the hearer that they're talking about that antiquated belief mm. in Christ that he's the only way. We can we can shoot it down without even calling its name. I think he's friends with T.D. Jakes. I hope he told him. Well, never well, mind. Listen, uh, never mind. they need to share this information among themselves. <laughs> okay? I hope he tells Oprah. He's made Oprah cry before. They have an audience <laughs> with each other. Now she believes the same thing, though. So. Exactly. Yeah. So listen, here's the thing. You can say that something is unique. What they are really saying in the clip that you just heard, what they are really saying is that Steve Harvey's Christian faith is unique and that he doesn't believe what the rest of them believe. Mm. That's what they're saying. That's where the unique description comes in. But it's actually not unique. What is unique, what is one of a kind, what is the only of its kind, okay, is the belief that Jesus is God, that he is the only way to the Father. Come on. That if you do not believe that you are dead in your sin, though you are alive, you are still dead. You are a dead man walking. That is unique, okay? That is exclusive. Come on. We don't like that word. We don't like that. Yeah. Exclusive. What? And we have not the boldness to say it and take what comes along with it. So you're actually, you're actually not unique. And, 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 and furthermore, uh, the Christian faith is actually not like being entertained. <laughs> it's actually not like Comcast or DirecTV where you just can choose whatever you want. And then notice the great certainty that he has at the end of that clip. I mean, they're probably still getting to heaven. Probably, <laughs> you know, you know, there is one who died to remove the probably from you. To remove the uncertainty of where you would spend eternity, Christ gave his life. And and look, the thing about this, he knows, I bet he knows what the Bible says about Jesus being the only way. Uh-huh. He knows it. That's why he can't be confident. Uh, well, I guess they still get to heaven. Like, he, he knows. Like, come on, man. But he's That's willing to sell out. Comes in. Hmm? That's where the probably comes in. Because there is a knowledge that he has of God. And there is a knowledge that he has of the Christian faith. And it's just enough. It's just enough to deny the truth. And unfortunately for Mr. Harvey, it is just enough to accuse him. Mm. It's enough that he is without excuse. And unfortunately, because we have made celebrities, pastors and teachers. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, there are many people who are going to feel a sense of freedom. And what Mr. Harvey is spewing. We're not done though. Um, let's let's go to clip number three, where um, there is this belief that you know we are the world. If we can all just coexist, just live together, we might need no to, distinctions. Let's wait on that. Let's wait on. Do we not have time for it? Okay, yeah, I should have been looking at the clock. We don't have time for it. Here's what I'm saying: Christians who are black recognize what is happening right now. And this is not the only place that you're going to see it. In fact, we have another story. We may not get to it today. We may get to it tomorrow. We're going to see more of your favorite celebrities 
more of your black celebrities, more of your black athletes, in addition to what we've already seen as far as the critical race theory and the acceptance of that and that people are privileged just because of the color of their skin. Oh, man. Man, if... If that if that were true, LeBron, Oprah, these people should not live like they there should be no hope for them. <laughs> right? What you're going to see increasingly is you're going to see an attack on what Christians who are black believe. And if they dare stand up and tell the truth about what the word of God says, they will be ostracized and yeah. watch this, put in the same category as those white evangelicals. Come on. We'll grab the break, Aaron the Addisons on American Family Radio. This isn't just talk. Steve lives by these words. He has three sons. Two of them, he gave them Christian names like Broderick, and one of them, he gave a Muslim name, Ali, as a sign of respect and appreciation for the Muslim religion and the Muslim culture. I named him Ali because I knew, I knew then. That he might be different. I knew. And you have no problems with it? No. Because when you come here, you understand Islam is a religion of peace. Why you got a problem with peace? It's just a name, but it's a big step to showing respect to people of other cultures. What Steve did reminds me a lot of this mosque. This mosque in Abu Dhabi belongs to people in the Islamic faith. But as a sign of tolerance to the churches next to them, they renamed the mosque to Mary, Mother of Jesus Mosque. Can you imagine? A mosque with the name Jesus on it. Yeah, the world could use a little bit more of that. Why? Why? <laughs> Why, Steve? I don't know. I don't. Listen. Um. So here's where I want to go with that. Um. What What problem could you possibly have with peace? Well, the problem that I have with it is that it only comes as a result as a result of submission. Come on. Okay. And meaning submission to Allah. Or surrender. How about that? And and let me just say something to to the Christian audience that's listening, right? Um, I have no problem. I have no problem with understanding that there are uh, Muslims who do not understand, nor do they submit to exactly what their faith teaches. Mm-hmm. The reason I understand that is because there are some Christians who fall in the same category. <laughs> they don't know what it means. They just call themselves Christians. That's just kind of what they have been, what's been passed down to them. I have known nominal Muslims and I have known, watch this, on fire Muslims. <laughs> and your brain just went, wait, what? <laughs> Let's think about it, right? Yeah. I've known Muslims who are just kind of like, well, yeah, you know, but I don't really, I don't do all of that. And then I've known those who are very serious yeah. who have implored me to to come on over right to to really come come to the truth to come to the seriously i've been proselytized by a muslim in my life now listen what steve does not know and i hate to say this but i feel like 
<laughs> the the producers of this piece and this whole like thing, this whole production thing, I feel like, man, I, I don't want to be unnecessarily rude here, but I feel like what they anticipate is that he doesn't know. <laughs> so he's going to make statements like, I mean, Islam means peace. What, what problem could you possibly have with peace? Oh, you know, only the problem that it actually doesn't mean peace. It means submission or surrender. I want you to listen. I'm going to read to you something um, written by a man named Mark Dury, who's a linguist, right? And a theology scholar. And this is what he writes. He writes, in its original meaning, a Muslim was someone who surrendered to warfare. Muhammad's famous phrase, Aslam Taslam, means surrender. That is, submit to Islam and you will be safe. So the peace comes because of submission, mm. Steve. And actually, what you have displayed in this video is a tacit submission. It's a, it's a tacit surrender. Yeah, there cannot be just one way. I'm okay. Like, I, I believe you get, you know, it's, it's, you know. And then you may ask the question, you know, um, and I could say more about this. I thought this was an interesting quote, but I'm, I'm going to leave it here in the interest of time. Um, I think it's interesting that eventually what we need to understand is that for those who truly submit to the teachings of the Quran, right? And understand that the later writings of the Quran are said to abrogate the earlier writings, meaning that render those like they overrule those writings. Mm -hmm. Right. And so the latest writing of the Quran actually is the most violent saying that not even the people of the book should be spared. Mm -hmm. Right. So that means you, Steve, so so you think because you go to the UAE that, you know, you're like, I'm good. No, if a a genuine and devout Muslim, if believing the Quran word for word and how it is taught to be applied, there is there is a there is a type of um, there's a type of exegesis for the Quran. I mean, you know, where you learn how to read the Quran, that the later texts um, actually are able to change the earlier texts. So that is always a text of convenience. Hmm. So you begin out or you begin by saying, you know, if if uh, if the Christians are those, the people of the book, not say Christians, the people of the book. All right. Can can live in peace. Um, you know, then they can live in peace. Mm -hmm. Right. They just have to pay a tax. <laughs> but then the later chapters, the later chapters. Um, say things like this. Fight those who believe not in Allah, nor the last day, nor hold that forbidden, which had been forbidden by Allah and his messenger, nor acknowledge the religion of truth, even if they are of the people of the book, until they pay the jizya with willing submission and feel themselves subdued. What is that? The jizya, that is subjugation tax. So, yeah, you pay it, but you also have to convert. You also have to deny your faith. Uh, I think That's Steve, in the Quran 929. Here is Quran I 973. Steve, I, I think he's willing to do that. He has the money well, and he's already denying it. And, and it seems that that's that's the cost. That's the cost uh -huh. to play here for Steve. And he's he's willing to pay that. He's he's willing to sell out his Christian brothers and sisters. If, in fact, he is a believer. To me, I would say he doesn't have the ardent faith. Yeah. And and I, you know, I'm saying to me, it's not to me, right? It's based on the Bible. This is this is not what Miki finds comfortable. It's based on knowing about it fruit. Man, right? Look, and it's it's the this. word of God. If you if you if you do not 
acknowledge who Jesus Christ is, you don't have the father. In fact, this is what the apostle John said. And I'm going to, I'm going to flip to it real quick here because we've been, we've been talking to our kids about this at our church. It's so important. Mm -hmm. Um, first John chapter two, verse 23, no one who denies the son has the father. Whoever confesses the son has the father also. And then John even goes on. He says, let what you heard from the beginning abide in you. If what you heard from the beginning abides in you, then you too will abide in the son and in the father. Verse 25. And this is the promise that he that he made to us. Eternal life. <laughs> so. This is not about your entertainment or where you just want to go to church or let's 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 show that there's peace here where we put Jesus' name up on a mosque. No, this is about the exclusivity of the faith. Come on. This is about what Jesus died to secure for you, and that is access to God through himself. And there's no way to like ease around this. And so for everyone who's easily entertained, right? Who's easily swayed by the entertainment that they enjoy, this is this is this is dangerous. It is eternally destructive. This is heresy. Don't talk about councils. All right. Don't talk about books written in defense of who Jesus is and what his claims were. Just go straight back to the word of God. Go straight back to the word of God. What do we have? This is what we believe from the beginning, that Jesus Christ is the only way to God. And while that can be like really jolting to people and somewhat off-putting for those who want to do it their way, this is the only truth that we have. Amen. And and I I love, I really love how Steve Harvey takes this very convenient position. Like I named one of my sons Ali. <laughs> I just am not sure that that is based off thinking that there is some sort of like respect for Islam there. I'm sorry, <laughs> Steve, but I'm not buying it. I really think it maybe has to respect. do with like a boxer. Yeah. Maybe respect for Muhammad Ali. That, right. And and then, you know, which is so interesting, like, you know, because <laughs> Muhammad was a bridge too far for a Christian, but like Ali, you know, like he could, you know, <laughs> oh. he can float like a butterfly, you know, he can, you know, and, and I'm, I, you know, and hey. I know if there's a little bit, but I'm being so serious. Now, let me tell you where I think this goes back. And this is what mm -hmm. I was thinking as I was looking at this and I was thinking about this and, and well, this is going to be the clip of him introducing Jesus. This was like, um, over 10 years ago, right. this is over 10 years ago. Um, and, and this is where Steve Harvey went from being just a vulgar comedian to being, you know, the church's boy. Right. And, and all you got to do is get people emotionally stirred. All you got to do is like kind of, you know, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, no, nah, he's with us. He believes what we believe. And we don't scrutinize. We don't ask if people have the truth. We just like them. And so we think that liking a person mm -hmm. is enough to kind of will them into heaven. Celebrity mentality. We love Come it. Come on. We love it. All right. So here is Steve Harvey. And this is what put him on the map for Christians. This is what put him on the map for Christians. He's all right with us because um, he came up with this introduction of Jesus that emotionally stirred people. We got a little bit of a clip here. I don't want to play. I don't, I don't think we have the whole thing. I don't want to play the whole thing. Um, just a little bit here. Maybe we'll see. Roll it. If I had the pleasure of bringing out Christ, this is just how I would do it. It ain't got to be the way you do it. You might not think it's just right, but this is how I would do it. Ladies and gentlemen, 
It is my honor to introduce a man who needs no introduction. His credits are too long to list. He has done the impossible time after time. He hails out of a manger in Bethlehem, Jerusalem, by way of heaven. And the music tells you that it's His church. mother <laughs> is still headlining in the Catholic Church today. Okay. Um. His daddy is the author of a book that has been on the bestseller list since the beginning of time. Uh, not really, but okay. <laughs> he holds the record for the world's greatest fish fry. That's funny, Steve. He fed 5,000 hungry souls with two fish, five loaves of bread. <sighs> he can walk on water, turn water into wine. No special effects, no camera tricks. Now, the thing that you can't see is that people are on their feet. Oh, yeah. They're swaying back and oh, forth yeah. like their help is coming. Oh, yeah. Okay. Across the country. Even before the kings of comedy, he was hailed the king of all kings. Oh, wait a minute. Of the universe. Alpha and Omega. Hold on, Steve. And the end, the bright and the morning star. Some say he's the Rose of Sharon, and some say he's the Prince of Peace. Y'all better not Prince tell the United Peace. Arab Emirates. Put your hands together. All right. And show your love. That's it. Oh, I'm, right. I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> so, so, so that right there, that right there made Steve Harvey um, a Christian. So that means he, he saved because of that. You understand? Right. Because anybody who can, can feel that kind of emotion, what you don't see is that he actually drops the mic after that picks the mic up and then he declares that God's been good to him. There's a little bit of an emotional display here. And so that means we all buy into it. We all buy. And I know for people listening, you're like, man, Mickey, why are you making it so hard? I'm not making it hard. Come on, man. I don't have any standard by which people are supposed to live. The Bible, the word of God sets the standard. We all adhere to it. There are no Come stars on. who get to make a religion that they like. And I'm going to tell you, that's why the Bible is going to be seen as a hate book. You're right. More and more. Because of this, they're going to say, like, the Steve Harveys of the world, I'm not like them. Come on. They're hateful. Look, I embrace all these different religions. That's not just one way. And he so went more over more, to the UAE and did that to Christians already. Yeah. He went over there and did that. Now, I don't know, man, do we have enough time to play that clip where he talks about why he wanted to go to heaven? Yeah, it's short. Okay, go. <sighs> but uh, somebody came to me and told me my mother was cool with that. Because she was ready to go. Yes. So I was raised where she in heaven now, you know. Yes, 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 yes she and is. And she watches me. Yes, you know, sir. She sees. Yes, sir. I just hope she's seeing today. Yes, sir. Watching this moment right here. Yes, sir. I really, only reason I straighten up, start doing right, because I just want to see her. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You're going to see her. You're going to see her. Other than that, I still be. Yeah. Going to hell like I was. Wait, wait, no, no, you don't. You're, you don't desire God. Like you're not. This was just last year, by the way. This was 2019 or two years ago. 2019. 
All right. So so the reason I straightened up, right, is not because I have come to the cross and Mm -hmm. believe that I am a sinner, that I have offended a holy and righteous God Mm -hmm. and I need to repent. Nope. That's not why I straightened up. It's not I've straightened up because the Bible is true. I have read it. It has read me and I am sinful. I am depraved in my heart. Nope, that's not it. I straightened up because I believe that that's supposed to be my ticket to heaven and I need to go to heaven because I need to see my mama. So the object of heaven is not God. Mm-hmm. This is this is the, the case plain and simple that people don't want God. They just want heaven. They just want paradise, right? They just want to live in eternal comfort and luxury. We're out of time. Man. Until tomorrow, Lord willing. God bless.